Hey everyone, welcome to the Canine Culture Podcast, where we talk about everything dog. Q&As with veterinarian professionals, rescue operators, everyday topics. We cover everything dog on this podcast. So make sure you subscribe to the Canine Culture Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And make sure you're following us on social media on both Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for listening. Now here's that next episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Canine Culture Podcast. This is your host, Brittany. And today we're going to talk about the grooming needs of different dog breeds. So just as the title implies, every breed is a little bit different with respect to what grooming needs they might have. And so you might hear someone say, hey, how often should I bathe my dog? And it's not a one size fits all. Uh, It's a little bit different based on the breed, based on their activity and a couple of other factors. So for example, I have Pomeranians and their grooming needs can be broken down into several categories between the brushing, the bathing, and maintaining their nails. So as far as bathing, my dogs actually don't need bathed that often. There's just really no need for it unless they go out and they get really dirty or they go roll in something that they should not be rolling in. Uh, And that does happen. So we truly don't bathe our dogs that often. We don't have any kind of like set schedule for that. And you guys might be similar. Uh, And so that's kind of bathing. Now with respect to brushing, they need brushing at least once a week, if not more. And my Pomeranians all vary with respect to like how thick their undercoat is and how it's textured. So Pomeranians, as well as several other types of dogs will have, uh, may have what's called an undercoat. And it's like the second layer of fur closest to their body. And I know for Pomeranians, it can get very tangled. It can get very matted. And so the hair above it might look good, but the hair under the hair closest to the skin might be a little bit tangled. Brush them, like I said, at least once a week. And depending on the texture of their hair might, that might determine what brush we use. And then as far as nails, so I think a lot of dogs normally get their nails trimmed every three to four weeks. And that of course varies as well. That's just kind of like a good starting point, if you will. Uh, One thing that we've been implementing into the maintenance of our dog's nails is using a Dremel. So filing them down, trying to keep them a little more filed down. Now, if you walk your dog on pavement regularly, that'll naturally uh, file their nails down. And, you know, I've seen people put maybe sandpaper, maybe something a little less abrasive on like a board or a mat and training their dogs to kind of scratch that to kind of file their nails down. So that's another way to just kind of maintain their nails in between nail trims, making sure they're not getting too long. They're not getting, you know, too uncomfortable. And so let's kind of delve in. Let's talk about uh, different breeds that might have high grooming needs, breeds that have moderate grooming needs, and then breeds with very low grooming needs. So high grooming needs, think about dogs that are double coated, uh, thick coated, heavily coated, And those are the dogs more often than not that might need daily brushing, brushing, combing, 
Um, also, more often than not means more bathing. They need more cleaning. And so if you don't maintain these dog breeds, if you don't maintain their coats, they will tangle uh, and it may even cause other issues. So some of those breeds to kind of think about would be some uh, a Bichon, a Pekingese, Old English Sheepdog, a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, a St. Bernard, a Skipper Key, a Giant Schnauzer, a Scottish Terrier, a Maltese, a Toy Poodle, and a Yorkie. So think about those dogs as having a higher need for grooming just overall. And that's something to consider as well whenever you're getting ready to adopt or purchase a dog is their grooming schedule going to fit your schedule? And if the answer is no, you probably know that that breed is not for you. Or even if it fits your schedule, perhaps it doesn't fit your budget. So, you know, some people will do all of the grooming at home. Some people will use different facilities. Some people are half and half. And so you've got to take a consideration there, your budget as well, because it could add up for particular breeds. Next thing about dogs with moderate grooming needs. So they still need brushed regularly and then they need bathed basically when necessary. And so these are a little bit more of the middle ground. Think of these dogs as like the American Eskimo, a Basset Hound, a Border Collie a Brittany, a Pomeranian, kind of like I said earlier, we only bathe ours as needed, the Rhodesian Ridgeback, a Sharpay, a Cocker Spaniel, Siberian Husky, although I think some of you would agree the Husky might actually be a little bit on the higher side of grooming needs. Uh, let's see. I can't remember. I said Cocker Spaniel already. Uh, and then like a Golden Retriever. So those are all you know, moderate needs. Uh, and so you're going to be bathing them just kind of as needed, uh, but making sure you are still brushing them regularly. And then dogs that are thought of to have kind of the lowest grooming needs. These are dogs that have maybe a, a, a much shorter coat. Um, and then these would also be bathing only when needed. And so some of these even might be better off if they're getting uh, bathed a little less often. So a Great Dane, an Irish Wolfhound, a Mastiff, a Bloodhound, a Boston Terrier, a Pointer, Rottweiler, French Bulldog. And of course, all of these have these have variations for sure. So you might be thinking of, well, I have that dog, but uh, they might have some kind of skin need where you've got to maybe wipe the creases of their face or if they've got creases on their body. So that's just kind of something to think about, though, whenever you are getting a dog or looking at getting a dog, thinking about their grooming needs, because it's certainly different dog to dog. So kind of uh, with respect to grooming needs, there's a special category of hairless dogs. And we really, I don't see them that often. I know you don't see hairless dogs that often, but like the American hairless terrier, uh, the Chinese hairless crested, they have very, very 
delicate, delicate skin. And those dogs normally can't be out in the direct sun for a long time. Oftentimes they need a particular sunscreen before they go outside and uh, they might need bathes quite frequently or have just a very specific grooming routine. And then if you think about grooming, your traditional grooming of let's just say that's just, you know, brushing, maintaining that coat, that's different from dealing with shedding more often than not. Now, granted, grooming helps with shedding, helps kind of capture some of those hairs that might be falling off or kind of help remove some of those. Also, brushing helps kind of move some of those oils around. But there are particular dogs that are going to shed a lot a couple times a year. So more often than not, it's like twice a year. And that's going to be for like the Collie, the Spanish Mastiff, the Alaskan Husky. And those dogs have substantially higher grooming needs during those periods of shedding. You've probably seen those videos on social media where a Husky comes in during one of their shedding seasons, if you will. Uh, and it takes the groomer a substantial amount of time to get all of that extra hair off. And so even though those dogs might regularly be, you know, pretty easy to maintain, there are going to be periods where they shed more than normal. Now, thinking about grooming, thinking about bathing, most dogs cannot be bathed until at least eight weeks old. And I know that there's actually some vets, there are some organizations that say it should be much later than that. But I think most people can agree that the puppy should be at least eight weeks old before that you're bathing them. They really should not be bathed any time prior to that. Oftentimes they can't really handle that temperature fluctuation with the water. And so you just want to be really careful. So, you know, if you've got a puppy and they're under eight weeks old and they really need grooming, maybe they're, they're, the mommy's not doing it, or they've been taken from the mommy or they've been rescued. You can just kind of wipe them down with a, you know, a warm, washcloth and make sure you're kind of wiping them down or, you know, holding them in towels afterwards, but just making sure you're not giving little teeny tiny puppies baths before it's too soon. And then when you do start bathing a puppy, you want to bathe them in a warm room. You want lots of towels on hand. You want to make sure you're using a puppy shampoo. Um, hopefully it's tear free and or tear safe. There's also, you know, a number of other considerations when you're using different shampoos. You always want to start with as little as possible just to make sure they're not going to have any kind of inflammation or irritation, no kind of allergic reaction to that shampoo. Also, as a very, very young puppy, let's say you are bathing a puppy that's eight weeks, eight weeks or older, you normally want to avoid a flea and tick shampoo. Uh, and so I would talk to your vet about that. If that's the reason you're bathing them, perhaps run that past your vet. Now with grooming, of course, comes cleaning the dog's teeth. And that's often forgot about whether you don't clean them at all, or whether maybe you just take them in for a dental to your vet every so often. It is a good habit to try to get their teeth clean, starting as a puppy, if you can, um, whether you use like a little doggy toothbrush or they've got the little silicone things that you can put on your finger and kind of scrub their teeth, 
it's just a good habit to get into, to try to keep their teeth clean, to try to maintain them for the future and getting them used to it at a younger age is just going to help at, in the long run. You know, if you haven't done it their whole life, you start doing it at eight years old, they, they might be way more resistant to it than if you started as a puppy. And that goes for everything we've talked about today from the brushing to the bathing, to the teeth cleaning, just really getting your puppy or, you know, your dog at whatever age you get them at kind of used to some of the regular regimens that you'll be going through so that they're not scared of it. They don't have anxiety around it. They're just kind of used to it as part of their everyday life. would love to hear from you guys on some of your grooming tips. Uh, maybe if you've got like a breed specific tip or an example, would love to hear about that. You guys can always email canine culture podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, please make sure you follow and subscribe the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you guys. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Canine Culture Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to the Canine Culture Podcast on your favorite podcast platform and make sure you're following us on social media. If you have any recommendations, any topics that you'd like to hear, if you know of any guests that would be good for the show, or if you yourself want to be a guest, please reach out to us. Send us an email at canineculturepodcast at gmail.com or send us a direct message on social media. Thank you for listening and please share this with any of your dog loving friends.